How can we forge genuine connections with those around us? What secrets can unlock the doors to mutual understanding and respect? Hello, dear friends, and welcome to another episode of Learning Every Day. Today, we venture into the profound world depicted in Dale Carnegie's timeless classic, How to Win Friends and Influence People. This isn't merely a book, but a beacon of wisdom that guides us to foster deeper connections and understanding in our daily interactions. The fabric of this book is woven with golden threads of simple, yet transformative principles. It gently nudges us to shift our perspective, to embrace a demeanor of kindness, and to foster empathy. Its structure, smooth and flowing, invites readers to walk through layers of human nature, effective communication, building rapport, all leading towards nurturing harmonious relationships. As we navigate through this gem, we'll uncover insights that are not just principles but life skills guiding us to be better versions of ourselves. Step by step, the book enlightens us on how to harmonize with the rhythms of human interactions, how to influence with grace and lead with compassion. Join us on this enriching journey as we explore the essence that makes this book a beacon for those seeking to enhance their interpersonal skills and enrich their lives. Before we delve deep into the main concepts of this wonderful book, I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy our content, you can show your support by visiting our Patreon page. Your assistance helps us keep bringing enlightening topics to you on learning every day. Now, let's embark on this journey through the vital teachings that have empowered countless individuals to foster fulfilling relationships and successful careers. Understanding Human Behavior Do you remember the last time someone gave you genuine attention? How did it make you feel? Important, valued, maybe even cherished? This is the core of human behavior. At the heart of Dale Carnegie's teachings is the idea that humans deeply seek appreciation and understanding. Each person, whether they admit it or not, carries with them a burning desire to feel important and recognized. When we recognize this innate desire in others and cater to it, we're not just being manipulative. We're genuinely understanding the core motivations of people. The next time you're in a conversation, take a step back and observe. Is the other person looking to be understood? Are they trying to communicate their significance in the world, in the conversation, or perhaps in your life? A straightforward act of showing genuine interest, of truly listening without preparing a response in your mind, can transform interactions. This principle is the foundation of every following strategy in Carnegie's book. Think of it as the bedrock upon which everything else stands. The ability to recognize and respond to this essential human need is not just a tactic, it's a genuine form of respect. A memorable quote from the book encapsulates this. Every person you meet feels superior to you in some way. When we accept this idea, we understand the importance of giving them the recognition they yearn for. A simple daily practice can be to genuinely compliment someone or truly listen to their story. This doesn't mean just showering people with flattery. The authenticity of your appreciation makes all the difference. So, ask yourself, when was the last time you made someone feel truly important? How can you make someone feel that way today? Mastering communication skills. How many times have we regretted not conveying our thoughts effectively? How often have we wished for the gift of articulating our feelings with clarity and sincerity? In this segment, 
we steer towards the realm of effective communication, a skill that binds us in a tapestry of understanding and mutual respect. Carnegie emphasizes that to be an adept communicator, one has to be a generous listener first. It's about giving the other person a platform to voice their thoughts, a space where they feel heard and valued. This not only fosters goodwill, but sometimes it can open doors to fresh perspectives that we might not have considered before. On the other hand, there's criticism. When not handled adeptly, it can erect barriers. Instead of launching a direct criticism, why not try constructive criticism? Here, you nudge individuals gently towards improvement without making them defensive. It's akin to guiding a plant towards the sun, letting it find its way, rather than forcefully trying to make it grow in a certain direction. An example is instead of saying, you're doing it wrong, one could approach it like, you did a great job here, maybe tweaking it this way could elevate it even more. This subtle shift in dialogue can lead to fruitful exchanges. And as Carnegie wisely noted, you can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you. This is the cornerstone of mastering communication skills, a delicate dance of giving and receiving, of connecting at a level that transcends mere words. Now let's ponder on this. How will you reshape your communication style to forge deeper connections? How will you transform criticism into a tool for nurturing relationships rather than severing them? Building strong report. Imagine walking into a room and being greeted by someone who remembers your name, recalls your last conversation, and shows genuine interest in your well-being. How would that make you feel? Respected, cherished, and connected, isn't it? This is the magic of building a strong report, and today we're diving deep into this magnetic concept. Dale Carnegie pointed out that a person's name is to that person the sweetest and most important sound in any language. This isn't just a quote, it's a golden rule. The simple act of remembering and using people's names can bridge gaps and create a sense of familiarity and trust. Try this the next time you meet someone new, See the glow on their face when you remember their name in your next meeting. But building report goes beyond to just names. It's about showing genuine interest in the person standing in front of you. It's not about pretending to be interested but truly engaging with the person, with an open heart and a keen ear. It's about offering compliments that are authentic, that come from a place of true appreciation. Furthermore, when we appreciate the little things, the details that often go unnoticed, we light a spark of joy in the other person's heart. It tells them that they are seen, that they matter. So, as we tread on this path, let's cultivate a mindset of genuine appreciation and curiosity. Let's strive to be the person who makes others feel seen and valued. And now, a little task for you. Can you think of a person in your life who would light up with a heartfelt compliment or a listening ear today? Effective Influence and Persuasion Have you ever been in a situation where you're trying to share an idea, but feels like you're speaking to a wall? Or perhaps you've been on the other side, where someone is trying to persuade you, but it feels pushy or insincere? Let's delve into the art of persuasion in a manner that's authentic and resonates with genuine human connection. At the crux of effective persuasion is understanding. 
It's not about pushing your viewpoint, but presenting it in a way that aligns with the listener's interests and benefits. Dale Carnegie suggests leading with agreement by identifying common ground and building on that foundation, you can bridge differences. A wonderful example from the book is when he talks about a landlord trying to convince a tenant to sign a lease. Instead of stating the benefits to the landlord, he should lay out the advantages to the tenant. By showing the tenant how signing would be in their best interest, the landlord is much more likely to succeed. This strategy is deeply rooted in empathy. In Carnegie's words, you can't win an argument. You can't because if you lose it, you lose it. And if you win it, you lose it. Persuasion is not about winning. It's about creating a scenario where both parties benefit. Furthermore, when we approach situations with an understanding of the other person's perspective, it fosters a genuine connection and reduces resistance. It's about showing them that you have their best interests at heart. Reflect on this. How can you use the art of agreement in your daily interactions? How can you transform conversations into opportunities for mutual growth and understanding? Remember, persuasion is not a tool to get what you want, but a technique to create a win-win situation. Navigating conflicts gracefully. How often have we found ourselves in the middle of a heated argument, later wishing we had handled it more gracefully? Sometimes, steering away from conflicts and finding a peaceful middle ground can be an art in itself, a skill that can transform our relationships and environments dramatically. Carnegie emphasizes that it's not about proving the other person wrong, but about understanding their perspective and finding common ground. It's a journey from conflicting views to a harmonious understanding, and sometimes avoiding a potential argument can save relationships and foster a more harmonious atmosphere. Let's ponder a situation where a colleague disagrees with your point in a meeting, Instead of retaliating immediately, could we perhaps say, I appreciate your perspective. Let's find a way to integrate both our viewpoints for a more comprehensive solution. This shift from confrontation to collaboration can be transformative. Furthermore, Carnegie suggests that when we are wrong, admitting it openly can often deflate potential conflicts. There's a certain grace and strength in acknowledging our mistakes. It fosters respect and shows maturity. Carnegie famously said, the only way to get the best of an argument is to avoid it. And indeed, many conflicts can be sidestepped by fostering an attitude of understanding and empathy. It's about cultivating a landscape where disagreements become opportunities for growth, not battlegrounds for ego clashes. So, let's reflect on this. How can we navigate conflicts in a way that fosters understanding and harmony? What steps can we take to transform potential arguments into opportunities for collaboration and, and mutual growth? Remember, every interaction is an opportunity to build bridges, not walls. Leadership through encouragement. Have you ever been led by someone who encouraged you, believed in you, and helped you see the potential within you? Such leadership often leaves an indelible mark, doesn't it? In this section, we unravel the secrets to becoming a leader who inspires and uplifts, instead of dictating and criticizing. Carnegie highlights that a leader encourages the heart. This involves appreciating the efforts of team members, acknowledging their accomplishments, and inspiring them to reach new heights. It's about fostering a culture 
where each individual feels valued and motivated to give their best. Imagine a workplace where your leader recognizes your potential and encourages you to develop it, rather than focusing on your shortcomings. This atmosphere not only nurtures growth, but also breeds loyalty and trust. This principle reminds us of the saying, people do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. True leadership is built on the foundation of mutual respect and genuine care. It's about nurturing individuals to become the best version of themselves. Moreover, Carnegie suggests that a true leader always gives individuals a fine reputation to live up to. When people are entrusted with responsibilities and treated as capable beings, they often rise to the occasion, surprising even themselves with their capabilities. So let us ponder on this. What kind of leader do we aspire to be? How can we cultivate an environment where people feel encouraged to grow and thrive? Remember the journey of leadership is about walking together, fostering potential, and creating a community that thrives on mutual respect and encouragement. Let's strive to be leaders who inspire, uplift, and bring out the best in those around us. Adapting strategies to real-life scenarios. Have you ever read a piece of advice and wondered, but how does this apply to my daily life? We've all been there, haven't we? Understanding a concept is one thing, but translating it into real-world actions can be a challenge. In this segment, we'll focus on how to implement Carnegie's teachings in various life scenarios effectively. In the vast tapestry of our lives, we encounter myriad situations, from casual coffee chats to high-stakes business negotiations. Each scenario demands a tailored approach. Carnegie's teachings, while universal, need slight adjustments depending on context. For instance, while showing genuine interest in others works wonders in social situations, in a business setting, it might translate to understanding your client's core needs and challenges. It's the same principle but adapted to fit the context. Similarly, when Carnegie talks about avoiding arguments, it doesn't mean suppressing your opinion in a group discussion. Instead, it could mean presenting your perspective in a non-confrontational manner, inviting collaborative dialogue rather than a debate. Let's consider an example. Imagine you're at a family gathering and a heated topic comes up. Instead of jumping into the fray, you could say, that's an interesting point of view. I've always seen it this way. What do you think about this angle? Here, you're inviting a dialogue, adapting Carnegie's principle to a family setting. The essence of Carnegie's wisdom lies in its adaptability. It's like a fluid that takes the shape of its container. The underlying principles remain unchanged, but their application varies. Now, a question for you. Can you think of a recent situation where you could have applied one of Carnegie's principles? How would you adapt it to fit that particular scenario? Remember, the beauty of these strategies is in their flexibility. They're tools waiting to be molded in your hands, ready to enhance every interaction and relationship in your life. In this enlightening journey through Carnegie's timeless wisdom, we've unearthed golden nuggets of human relations and leadership. These lessons, grounded in empathy, understanding, and genuine human connection, are not merely words but powerful tools to enrich our daily interactions and relationships. Through embracing the principles of showing genuine interest in others, steering clear of conflicts, and fostering a nurturing leadership style, 
we can all pave the way for more harmonious, fulfilling relationships. As we draw this podcast to a close, I'd like to extend a warm invitation for you to delve even deeper into these enriching principles. How to win friends and influence people is a treasure trove of insights that can transform the way we navigate our personal and professional spheres. You'll find the affiliate link to this masterpiece in the description below. Allow yourself to be immersed in the profound wisdom it holds and witness a beautiful transformation in your life's narratives. Thank you for being a part of this enriching conversation on learning every day. Your journey towards more meaningful connections has just begun, and what better companion than Carnegie's insightful book. Until next time, keep learning, keep growing, and remember, the journey of personal growth is a beautiful, never-ending voyage.